Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. There is a wonderful, wonderful space in Queens, New York, that is dedicated through understanding different cultures through dance. And along with that, performances and such, there is a lot of healing work that is done there. And we're going to center on that today, center on specifically grounding and much more. So important. And we're talking about that place known as Dance Entropy. And Valerie Green is the woman behind it all. She's with us today. Valerie, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm good, Steve. How are you? I'm great. It's good to have you here. I know we've talked a lot about what you offer there at your space, um, but one of the things that we we hit up pretty well is the support groups, the healing, all of that. And with all of that, in my in my journey, I understand and found that grounding is so important, and uh, we're going to focus on that today, right? Yes, I would love to. I would love to lead you through an exercise, which is for you or anybody who listens or listens after. And then uh, I just have an open invitation for you to share, if if you're willing, whatever came up from you, for you, and then we can talk mm. about it. Oh, I think that would be fantastic. And and you are talking to somebody right now that is no exaggeration, sitting on a grounding mat, not even kidding. <laughs> so I know that grounding is so important. <laughs> Perfect. I hope it works. I don't know if the mat works, but you know what? For $20, I'll take my chances. Can't hurt. Yeah, that's reasonable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So where do we begin with uh, grounding and centering? So I want to, I'm not sure if you're, uh, the grounding mat you're on, are you sitting down that you can have your feet on the floor? Is that how you are? Funny you should say that because the mat is really designed for your feet on the floor. My feet usually aren't on the floor, like firmly planted. You know, I'm kind of like, you know, foot's here, foot's there. That's why I decided on this mat to sit on it, but I am physically sitting and my feet are on the floor right now. Okay, great. So I want to just invite you to close your eyes and you don't have to do anything or say anything or see anything, but listen to my voice. And uh, feel your feet on the ground or on your grounding mat Mm -hmm. and feel your shoulders over your hips, feeling the alignment of your spine, crown of your head, and just taking a couple breaths to just tune into the position that you're at before I continue to guide you. Feel the feet on the ground. Uh, When they're dangling, you're not connected to the ground. So taking the opportunity to really feel them, that'll be a part of our centering and grounding practice. So now that you've established your seat, hopefully starting to breathe, I want to ask you to take your two hands and rub them together. I'm going to rub them together so you can, you'll hear the sound in the background Uh create a nice warmth and friction. And then gently take the palms of your hands and cup them over your eyes. So you'll feel that warmth over your eyes. And I want you to start to just tune in into your eyes and see if you can sense into the nerves of your eyes. And so you have to sort of use your imagination. They're in there to connect your eyes into the eye sockets, into your skull. And imagine the one root on one eye, one on the other eye, traveling through the back of the skull, going down, down, down through the skull into the neck tracking your breath, kind of imagining these two lines running down and these two lines continue to run down and they start to go through your in the middle of your thoracic and your sternum. So sensing eyes, nerves running down 
Continue running down your mid-body, still breathing, feeling the nerves go down, down, down through all your internal organs, down into your pelvis, each half of your pelvis, still breathing, feeling the nerves go down through the pelvis, through all your organs inside the pelvis, and then one nerve is going to go out one side the to the femur head, one the other side. Feeling the nerve roots running down each leg, through the top of the leg, going down, 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 through the knee. We're still breathing, going down, 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 through the calf, down, through the feet. And then imagine those nerves, one on each side of the body, rooting down into the earth, sending that nerve like a your own root deep down into the earth, grounding and centering you, still breathing. Feeling that connection, tracking the breath, and just taking a moment to tune into that before I go on into a little next part. Uh-huh. And then I want you to start to imagine on the right side of your body, the whole right channel from the crown of the head, as if you can split yourself in half, that you're going to gather a resource. So a resource is a person, or it could be a place or a thing that is welcoming and soothing to you. So maybe it's an animal even, or a beautiful place or something that feels good. And you want to pull that resource and fill your right side. So you're just sensing this positive influence, positive thought in the whole right channel of your body. And even if you want to like gently touch the right side of your body or, um, you know, brush the right side. So imagine this resource filling on the right might change the sensation of the right side of your body slightly. And then doing this a little faster than normal and then going to the left side of your body, connecting with the left channel from crown of the head through the body, down through the foot. And I want you to gather up another resource, a different one, person, place, thing, object that feels comforting, soothing, inviting, and really feel this, fill this left channel of your body fully. Breathe it in, feel its whole sensation sort of warming through you almost gathering, filling this whole side, washing over this whole side. Now you have both sides filled with the resource. And I want you to imagine the backside of your body. So you have two sides and you have a front and the back. So I want you to imagine the back of your head, back of your neck, the whole back, back, back side of your body. And I want you to imagine that on the back side supporting you is your ancestors. So for better or worse, they are a part of you. They're with you. And I want you to just pay some attention in mind and maybe uh, I want to even invite the idea of gratitude for wherever they brought you to in this moment in your life that they're a part of and see if you can feel them supporting you, that they're there for you from the ground supporting you and just see if you want to sense it generally or if there's someone in particular you want to sense, Mm. just take a moment to feel that just washing over the whole backside still breathing, taking a moment for that to land, and then sensing into the front side of your body. So your face, your throat, whole front half, whole, whole front half, all the way down to the feet. And I want you to sense into your future. So as you've sensed the front of your body, almost feel the distance in front of you and think, what what is the future for me in this moment? What, What do I want to be? Who am I yet to be? What is my legacy? How do I want to be thought of? Or if you have a family member, how do you want 
a partner to remember you or a child or whoever is important in your life, how do you want to be remembered and see if you can breathe into if you are in that place right now, or if that's a place you want to move to in your future, that you can just become present with that space of your future self and knowing that you have the resources on each side of you supporting you, having your ancestors supporting you from the earth and having your back and feeling your future in front and just taking some breaths and feeling all four sides of you being full with all this imagery. And I know We could rest here for a while, but when you feel ready, I invite you to just share whatever might be present with you. I I know we're we're live, but if if you feel vulnerable uh, to share. (laughs) Very vivid. Um, And it's interesting, the creating the left and the right channels where each were different things that are um, supportive, good feeling. Very, I I'm amazed how easy it was to do that in my mind to place something onto the right side, something onto the left side, um, to feel the support of ancestors or or maybe spirit or energy from those of maybe passed on. I felt that clearly. Um, even the vision for the future, I have a, you know I I see that, and it's not next to me; it's in front of me. Like mm-hmm. we call a little bit of a distance, have all those visuals, which is kind of wild like, the way you did that. Um, it's totally, great. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> well, that's also a testament to you to being open and being able to connect with yourself and be present as well. I, I, it didn't even take me a second. Like I just jumped right into it. Um, you know, and feeling when you said, you know, feeling from your crown down to your pelvis and all of that. Was that chakra connected at all? Is that part of your intent, you know, when you say that, or we're just moving, you know, from top to bottom? Uh, I have worked with chakras, but in this moment, I wanted you to just feel the the full, like, top and bottom and, and halves. Sure. Uh, so I wasn't going there, but I do have another whole lesson where I do a whole chakra with music and voice and the color and moving from those parts of the body. Remarkable, again, the the left and the right associating each side with something else uh, that's positive. Very easy and vivid, at least in my mind. It was like, I almost, you know, divided myself in half. This goes over there. That goes over there. They, they're not even the same. They're different, but, (laughs) but they were there. They had their place. Perfect. Yeah. Super cool. Great. Yeah. And I, I like to do the grounding part first to just be able to um, help tune into the, all these sides, not like, you know, just, you know, jumping out of the gate and to, you know, feel this, but taking a moment to land yep. to then go inside. Yeah. Very, um, very clear, very, very clear. And then this is also just a tool. So if, if anybody feels, um, want to say disjointed or anxious or in a moment of mm. you know, any sort of confusion, it's a moment to come back to the resources or just the simple, like trying to remember any piece of what I said and use the resources as, you know, what that's why they're called a resource <laughs> to gotcha. imagine that that is, you know, with you, whether it's, you know, a soothing environment, you know, maybe you're at, at a, at a river or a lake in the mountains and just imagining yourself there will can, you know, help calm the nervous system. Mm-hmm. I mean, first step number one is always to breathe to take that moment just to come back and get yourself centered um, and then move on from there. But uh, I love, you know, this technique. It was, like it was super easy 
almost, I almost questioned it, but I, I easily, you know, divided myself and, and felt everything around me that you, you described. Mm. Why do you question it? Um, because it was actually too easy. Mm. Yeah. Well, it might be easy for you, but not, not for everybody. Yeah. So that, you know, that's why I said it's a bit of a testament to you also to be willing to, you know, focus and be in the moment. I would feel that if it was three years ago, I was on a, or I was on a, was not on the same journey and probably couldn't have done it the same way. So I think that that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're ready for things at different moments in our lives. Yeah. Uh, and even we can do the same, you could do this process over and over and likely have a different result or, um, you know, message mm-hmm. you get from it. You know, it could be a daily practice. <laughs> when we divided, you know, bodies and then put something positive on one side, I had a picture of what it was going to be. And I'm like, I wonder if I can associate that with that side, you know, and that's just like truly on the right side. And I did like, it's almost like it's stuck to it. It's like, okay, yeah, that's good. It's there. All right. On to the left side. Um, so is that essentially that uh, whole technique there? Is that, would that be grounding? This, I did a grounding the first part. Uh, yeah, they're both grounding exercises and okay. centering exercises. Uh, I just sort of tied two different exercises together. Ah. The with the eye, the the nerves going down, and then um, and then added. Normally, I would do them separate, but I thought they would be nice to put together in this sure. moment, this offering. And maybe silly question, but I did have my hands over my eyes initially, and you know, feeling the nerves and and everything. I related. Um, when do you remove your hands from your eyes? Because I wasn't really sure. I, I did it for yeah. a while. You know, I, I forgot to say you could let them release. Okay, but you know, <laughs> no, no harm done. <laughs> yeah. It, what it did was block out the light, so mm. that maybe you can see images. Maybe you can get a better feel for the yeah. you know the nerves in your eyes makes you go more internal. So yes. yep. yeah, usually I do give a prompt, like release your arms whenever you feel like yeah, you no, need to. No harm done. Yeah. So this is you know, something that I do with clients sometimes or in one of my workshops. So it's, you know, can be used at any time. And I thought it would be nice to have a, a, a short process together uh, after all the things we've talked about. So that's why I thought that would be a fun idea for today. Sure. Sure. Where do we go from there? Well, I also thought about sharing a quote that I think is a very profound quote and see what, see, so we're, see where we want to go from there. Sure. And maybe you heard this one, um, but it, it strikes me and I think it's like an important thing to always think about. So it's by Viktor Frankl and it is between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Hmm. I closed my eyes when you read that so I could get a visual of it. And it's pretty, pretty clear where you, everything you have is within you. You just need to create the space for maybe give it space and then realize that it's there and and ready to go. Uh, But sometimes we can't get in ourselves to really take care of that. Yeah, we are can be very impulsive or reactive in the moment, you know, based on our history and our defenses to not allow that space. Mm-hmm. And 
that's, it's sort of this very beautiful, simple thing. If we can slow down time for a moment and just see what's happening, like see what the response is, that there actually is a choice um, on how you're going to respond because life's going to happen in front of you. You can't necessarily change it, but what you can have power over and control is how you're responding to it. Yeah. You have the choice. Everything is a choice. What you do in the next five seconds is a choice. We have, we have the power to choose whatever that's going to be. Um, and sometimes I, you know, I'm with you there where, you know, Valerie, you need to just kind of get a better view of things, but you can't, when you life is happening around you, it, you need to block it out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, this is so simple, but so profound. And it's sort of I kind of feel like a, a secret to, to being in a more healthy way, but it, it does require having capacity to slow things down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes moments can be uncomfortable, but it's to be in the discomfort and breathe and see, you know, what's happening for me right now. What do I feel in my body? Um, what are maybe, what are the sensations I have? What are my feelings in trying to also just basically slow things down and then make a response that is maybe more healthy and in tune with yourself and not a reactive response. Yeah. It's almost uh, like a planned spontaneity. In your mind, you're seeing what's going on and you're planning the way you're going to react to it as opposed to just, you know, make a rash decision. Um, because I feel that way. When I, when I think about it, think about the future, what could be, what I want to be, it's kind of planned. You're thinking about it. Not to say that you can't be spontaneous from time to time, but you have a better view. Like you have better, you're, you're prepared for what could come your way a little bit more when you center and ground. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that any of this is easy either. It actually takes capacity. You know, maybe some people can do it very easily, but we all have a lot of history, right? And different wounds and defenses. So yep. sometimes this can be very, very challenging. Uh, and yet it's sort of like a, a, a key, a key to being in a way, if you can use it and be in the moment because also just being in the moment of the uncomfort, uncom- discomfort, there's something to learn by kind of feeling that and processing through that and seeing what's happening rather than overriding it into the, the reaction. Do you feel that the universe supports you? Me personally? Yeah. I, I do. I, I do. And, um, I feel it in different ways when artistically I feel it. Um, as I mentioned, I've, everything has happened for me very organically mm-hmm. in, in ways that I maybe couldn't imagine or can't understand. And sometimes when I'm not sure what is supposed to happen, I just try and remind myself to be patient that it will be revealed somehow. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you said that because- in my journey, I started about two years ago. That was one of the first things anybody ever said to me. It will all be revealed. And I was like, what, what? And it's true. Um, every day more in, in my, when I'm looking, I'm not looking for it. It just comes to me. Answers are revealed that give clarity, you know, for what, you know, the direction of uh, my path is, uh, or it's just clarity around, you know, situations and everything. So yeah, I'm, I totally agree with you on that. Cool. You yeah. know, and this, even, this even comes into play in my artwork at times. Sometimes I know what I want to make something about 
And then sometimes I don't know. And I just start with movement ideas and I, and I tell my dancers, I'm not sure what this is about yet, but it, it will reveal itself to me mm-hmm. um, over time. And it'll tell me what it's, what it is and what it wants to be. Yeah. I just need to move through me. And, and you just got to be open to it. You got to be open to, and, and potentially blocking the things that are around you so that you can be open to whatever the universe is throwing your way or whatever the connections are. Um, it's weird things happen when, you, when you're in tune with it. I really feel it. And I also think that all the, the challenges and the obstacles we have in life, that they're all, I'm going to use the word gifts to take uh, an opportunity to learn from. And that's something that, you know, I've learned to see in my life when something's hard or challenging, I can step back and see maybe how um, I'm coming into that situation. What do I need to learn about myself? What do I need to learn about a relationship? What do I need to learn about, you know, whatever it is that can happen in so many ways, or even like the pandemic was a huge opportunity for growth and learning in that challenge. Mm. Yep. And if we, if we're open to realizing that it is something that you're learning from, uh, as opposed to kind of pushing it away and, um, yeah. Yeah. Or, or being reactive, you know, like the stimulus, like the stimulus could be something is the challenge. So then what is your response? Okay. Well, wow, this is really hard right now. I really am struggling. This doesn't feel good. I'm uncomfortable, like just seeing what's happening and then being like, can I be with this? Can I just slow it down and breathe and just be with this and not do anything? <laughs> so it'll sort of be like an internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what it is too? I believe it is having faith in yourself and confidence in yourself that you got this. You, you know, th- life is going to throw you curves um, and you can go, you know, you can freak out over it or you can just say, okay, all right, I got this. All right, I'm going to deal with this. Um, what's the lesson? What's what's the next path that we're going to go on? What do you got from the universe? You know, throw it down my way. Uh, <laughs> just takes time to realize that. But when you do, <laughs> it's, it's- no, that's very true. And, and life is not going to stop throwing you curveballs. That's going to be a never ending uh, game. Yeah. Well, my, uh, recent mantra is probably in the last year, nothing surprises me. Like I just, it's nothing surprises me where if you talked to me three years ago, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, what the heck just happened? How did that even now? It's like, yeah, okay. All right. Well, we'll deal with that. And on to the uh, next thing. No problem. <laughs> Cause what's the choice? Why would you want to, you know, freak out over something? You know? Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the beauty of this whole, like why I wanted to share the quote and talk about it because it's happening like constantly in, a, in, in every moment, like stuff's just going to keep happening and really life can get quite simple. I'm not saying that I protected this, but <laughs> much uh-huh. simpler if we're like, okay, yeah. yeah. How, how do I want to, you know, I don't want to see react to this. How do I want to be in this moment, not react in the moment, but like, how do I want to respond? Yeah. And it's really like, sorry, I, I will create suffering for myself if I want to. And I have a choice if I want to suffer or not. Yep. Why be the victim? <laughs> it's not yeah. going to support you. And it's, I thought of another quote with, with connected to what you just said before about creating that space in your mind and seeing the direction. Um, Shakespeare, of all people, said something to the effect of, we know what we are, but not what we may be. Mm. So we, we got what we are, but we, we don't know what we have the potential to be 
until we're open to it. And that's kind of sounds like what you said in the space, like you create it in your mind, you're open to that. Um, so you can see what you can be, the direction you can go in. Um, sometimes you don't even know until you know, and it could be in a, a you know beautiful direction, but unless you get centered and grounded, uh, you, you're not going to know. I'm uh, shocked that, well, maybe not, that you run a dance company that does so much work. And if we, if you asked me day one, when we started this podcast journey to where we are now, I never thought we'd be on this road right now because I wasn't aware of that's the kind of work that you do um, within the space there at Dance Entropy. So super cool, <laughs> like deep stuff. Thank you. Glad I can keep surprising you. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, you know, good surprises. Uh, I want to tell everybody the website is danceentropy.org, danceentropy.org. Lots of different programs, lots of ways to heal, support groups, and so much more. And uh, Valerie, thank you for today and the grounding and the centering. It was super cool. Thank you, Steve. I'm really happy to be able to have done that with you and share with other people. I appreciate it. And you and look forward next time we get a chance to talk. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the Podcast Business News Network. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I like things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I do the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.